Well, hello again, you little shit. All right, I don't know why I keep opening the podcast like an absolute asshole. Yeah, don't be mean. Don't be mean. Why am I being we, mean? We love the people who listen to our <laughs> podcast. Unless, except for that one person, and you know who you are. Yeah, you do. Piece of shit. Anyway, so welcome to the podcast. Uh, what is this podcast called, Neo? This I can't remember today. Is your takes are excrement, but you can turn them into gold. Is that a reference to something? That is a reference to something. <laughs> Indeed it is. Just like everything I do in my life is a shallow representation of Jodorowsky. <laughs> Welcome catch to the me, podcast. Catch me reading tarot in the, in the local fucking Starbucks. See, I do this thing like for the podcast, and I'll just tell people at home, like, like I do this thing where, where the bit is I take a bong hit right before I, I go... Hello and welcome to the podcast. So I never know what's going to come out of my <laughs> mouth, and I always feel like, woohoo! Like woo! And, and so the bargain I'm making is that I just want this to be a wild time. You know, take it to eleven. We got to tone it back down to like a seven. Yeah, exactly. So so we started in eleven. Hello, you little shit, and then we back it up to hello, and we're friendly. And See, don't worry. Follow I'm, us on Twitter. I'm May, co-host, and, and I'm with Neo. Me is yeah. Neo. Yeah, I'm Neo. I'm from Africa. Um, wow, we're just topsy-turvy all over the place today. Yeah. It's almost like we've had a very successful podcast for the week. Yeah. Like, can we talk about that just very briefly? Like, I can't believe how popular this podcast is. Yeah, y'all are killing it. We Thank you so much. We're on, now we're on, like, Spotify, Everything. Apple Music, literally anywhere you want to listen to a podcast. YouTube. You can find excrement. Yeah, uh, shout out to YouTube comments. Like we have, people we have a, we have a Patreon on YouTube now. That's that's going it's going Fuck, pretty well. Yeah, the Patreon. We haven't even talked about that. So we've have we have what like three patrons right now. It's very very early, but we have started a Patreon because people were demanding it so goddamn much. Gun so we, to my head, and I said, <laughs> please don't shoot me. Yeah, so it's patreon.com slash excrement. Um, and, and wow, we are doing this shit weekly, by the way. Like, I'm kind of uh, amazed at how well. Like, this is episode four. We have done weekly. We're doing weekly. And I think in the future, we're going to continue to do weekly. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. And, it's and a good so, model. So with Patreon, if you don't join the Patreon, great. We still love you. We appreciate you listening. Absolutely. If you do join the Patreon, great. We appreciate you and we still love you. Uh. With the Patreon, you can get podcasts early, basically as mm-hmm. soon as I'm done editing them. <laughs> uh, you can you can get a call out at the end of the episode if you want us to advertise something for you. Oh yeah, I don't care what it is. If you if if you join the advertisement tier, I'll advertise whatever the hell you want me to. Your your brand of anal bleach, we will happily hell advertise yeah. it. Look, I've never had a wider asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So, all right, right, ads over, all this bullshit over, like, what the fuck are we doing here today? Today, today we are talking about The Doom Generation, which is a film directed by Greg Araki. It was made in the 90s, I believe, and, uh, oh man, it's a spicy one. It's a real spicy one, and we're going to get into that, but, like, primarily you need to know that this podcast is where me, May, uh, shows Neo. Uh, a, a a small boy, a cat boy from Africa. I show him uh, horrible things uh, on film that he could have never seen growing up, and then he gives me his like admittedly rather worldly takes on them. And today, <laughs> I have shown him 
quite possibly the gayest movie um, that is not gay ever made. I Well, I've seen <clears throat> gay porn straighter than this movie. <laughs> Damn. I've seen a man taking it up the ass straighter than this movie is. Well, I love to know that that's what you're doing in your private time. But uh, the, the more important part, well, I guess we, we, we've watched some shit. At this yeah. point, yeah, can't be that shocked. I guess sexuality is like the least of our fears at this point. I think so. I think our next episode is going to be Sallow. Oh. <laughs> and that watching that movie just killed it for me. Like, I, <laughs> this is a different I, vibe. Yeah, you can't get any, you, you can't shock me now. Yeah, it's really hard after that. Well, and, and see, this is what I thought for the longest time is that you couldn't shock me anymore, but... It's out there. There's still stuff. Um, but but the Doom generation is admittedly like it's such a strange one to be covering on this podcast for a million reasons. I mean, the number one being that it's kind of a comedy ish. I, I I think so. I I have kind of a bad take. What's right. That? I think part of the reason that this movie isn't as uh like viewable and like as as um distributed as a lot of other movies mm-hmm. is because I don't. I don't think that the movie flows very well and I don't, I don't think it's like, I, I appreciate a lot of the messages and, and I, I, I like all the scenes are very, very good, but it feels like a collection of scenes to make a point. <laughs> You're right. So it's, it's, it, it, it's, I like the, I, I like the movie, but also I have to critique it as it's, it feels really chop shop. <laughs> yeah. It's just like my car. It's like an assortion, like like an assorted just, just like it, collage it runs, of, of things. But barely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it okay. feels really like film studenty, and that not 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 as like a bad thing, but well, it, I mean, but that's 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 pretty fair. I mean, and for a lot of reasons, and we'll probably, I mean, we gotta we gotta talk about what the fuck the movie's about. We can't just dive in. I know. We can't, we can't well, start I, talking I think, shit. I, think... I could talk shit, but I love the movie. I could also talk shit, but we're going to talk shit. Don't worry. I th- we have to let the people know what the fuck we're talking about just, here. I think introducing my t- my t- take on that is important for for the summary of the movie. No, I agree. But, but so, now, what the fuck is the movie? So, Neo Go. And I'm gonna as as per tradition, I don't remember any of the damn characters' names. <laughs> So it's okay. I got you. Uh, the movie is about uh, a couple, mm-hmm. um, and they are kind of just going on a. Are they're they're at a concert, and this dude who's getting jumped jumps in their car and tells them to drive. So they drive off, and having acquired this massive hot asshole, <laughs> and the, the movie then just turns into they go to a place, uh, they either commit extraordinary violence to somebody or extraordinarily violence happens to them and then they go to a motel and don't have gay sex (laughs) but in the most erotic (laughs) not having sex possible and this happens three or four times until in the end of the movie you have the guy who got jumped and the girl uh end up surviving this horrific attack by american nazis who raped the girl with the Virgin Mary on top of an American flag while playing, is it the National Anthem or is yeah. it some other American song? And then they uh, they cut the the young, eager, dumb-to-the-world character's dick off, shove it in his mouth, 
before the asshole gets the shears and kills the Nazis. And the movie ends with the the asshole got jumped and the, the main girl driving off into the desert eating Doritos. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Did I miss anything? Uh, no, you, you sure didn't. Um, so... <laughs> Um, uh, I have so many things to say, but I can, I I can't believe that after that description, you would think that that movie, the thing you just described would be somewhat incoherent to watch. It's, it's, it's really video gamey, you know, it's like, it's like missions. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally, it's like, it's like a video game where you like select the mission in the main menu and just kind of run down the list of missions. So you have like the gas station. Yeah. Then you have the. Uh, it's a road movie. Yeah, you have the gas station. You have the fast food place. Then you have the bar. I. Then you have the Nazis. Yeah. Well, and, and it's like a road movie, but there isn't really much of a destination. No, they're just trying to. They're just trying to go. Well, and and so that's the thing I think that that makes it feel kind of film studenty. Mm-hmm. It's this. Gen X thing and so Greg Araki and and (laughs) this particular time in film history is like you know predicated on people like Quentin Tarantino like Kevin Smith you know people in the 90s that were making kind of like postmodern interpretations of regular movies so Mm -hmm. this was kind of a postmodern interpretation of an American road movie done by you know a gay Mm -hmm. that wanted to do it in the gayest possible way but like ultimately it is postmodern in that there is no destination because that's like what the generation felt Mm -hmm. like the generation like gen x they genuinely felt like they didn't have much of a destination they didn't have like a future or a career Mm -hmm. and so this movie is documenting that kind of feeling by being a road movie where there's no destination, but when there's no real destination, I feel like you kind of like forget what the fuck well, we're doing. Right. <laughs> well, it's, 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 I think movies, at least movies that are mostly coherent have a, have a thing like, like they have a, they have a goal. It's part of like, the, you know, the hero story, you know, ignoring the flaws of, you know, your typical like hero story stuff, but there's always, it's like, I feel like to have at least a coherent narrative, there right. needs to be a, you need to telegraph fairly early on a, this is the end. Yeah. This, you got to build the end into well, the beginning, right? Yeah. And so and like when, when, when the final scene happened, I, when, so when they're cutting the, 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 the like kind of the twinks dick off, <laughs> I didn't think that was going to be the end of the movie. Like I thought that, that they were going to get out of it. And they and there was more to the movie because it isn't a very long movie. No, it's very so short. I was expecting like a two and a half hour long movie, and so I thought that that they were going to something they were going to get out of that and then keep going. Um, and I don't know where I thought the movie was going to end. I just didn't like it. Just kind of ended, mm-hmm. and it in in a, in a way that was really shocking. And so I think part of the reason that movie because that movie really shocked me, especially the scene like the the when he gets his dick cut off. Um, it was like one of the more shocking scenes I've seen in a movie mm-hmm. just because I, it wasn't telegraphed at all and I didn't expect it to happen. Right. Cause the entire movie, well, you also don't see it happen like physically. Well, not 
I mean, kind like of. It's you see, it's like well, well, it's like focused on the guy's face, and there's like blood right. spraying over his face. And yeah. well, in the whole scene that that's happening, there there's a strobe light, so mm-hmm. it's really disorienting as well because it's all like strobed, and you get that effect where people are like jumping between right. Like, like jumping through the darkness, right? Just but it's with still, like strobes. it's still shocking, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't really show you the thing. Well, is my point. The screen, like the screams, are really convincing. Like, mm-hmm. great. What's that actor's name again? Um. Oh my God. I. I. am Oh no. The. This. I've got to Google it. No. Yeah. Well, so like as as you put up I his know name, him. I like, love that actor. I can't remember his name right now. Just oh my his, God. Like, screams are really really. James Duvall. Like, I'm. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. James Duvall. His screams are really good in that. <clears throat> and I. And, and so, noted turf Rose McGowan. Oh no. Well. She, oh, no. She's been a turf. I don't know if she's currently a turf. She might be currently a turf. Also, we're going to just briefly interrupt this this message. Uh, we're filming this on uh, November 22nd, uh, and this morning, J.K. Rowling was a massive cunt. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to interrupt this to say, fuck J.K. Rowling. I wish she was <laughs> J.K. Rotting. Oh, God. Um, all right, moving back to the movie. <laughs> so, Court... <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, so there's, so there's this, like, scene... Where every, like every other scene in the movie, or every other time, there's violence threatened against against the little gay polycule. They get out fine, mm-hmm. and it's comical. It's comical. So like, like the first is the and, and the first scene where they're threatened is they're threatened by a really racist depiction of a rooftop Asian mm-hmm. who's gonna shoot them because they they need to go to their car to pay for food. So that's also well. So that's also not a great take. No, it's from the not. director is just like, but also like um, racist Asian stereotype, which is strange though because I believe Greg Araki is Asian. Yeah, spicy. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so there's this racist depiction of, of Asian of of an Asian like store owner. Um, they end up blowing his head off with a shotgun, and then it falls on like a mustard dispenser. So there's like, because it's like depressing the mustard. There's just mustard like pouring out of his mouth, uh, and it's just really gross. And I'm then now going to Google if Greg Araki Gregor- is is in fact Asian. Yes, confirmed confirmed for Asian. Yeah. So I don't. Uh, yeah. Also confirmed for gay. Yeah, I in this movie. I can't believe it. I can't believe well, it. Well, and and so the movie almost opens with like a challenge. Like the movie opens with a title card that says a homo or a heterosexual film by Gregor Aki, which is funny because he's mostly known for doing like film brat, uber crazy violent uh punk like queer movies and like mm-hmm. that's his big thing. So like totally fucked up and nowhere and and there's other stuff like that's kind of more his vibe. And so this one is him trying to not do what he always does. But the funny thing is, it's it's almost like, no, it's an excuse. Right. It's an excuse to make it more erotic because they can't do it. Yeah. Well, so 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 that, that leads me into the into the next part of the movie where all three of them get a hotel room. Yes. And there, there's just the most like homosexual shots of people not having sex, and they're like <laughs> someone's lying on the bed and their heads like lying backwards, and someone's sitting against the bed, 
and they're like looking longingly into each other's eyes and their faces are like half an inch apart. As friends. As, like buds. As buds. <laughs> and they're just like kind of both breathing heavily. And I think they're both shirtless, uh, muscular. Probably. And like like a little bit of like glistening sweat. And one is clearly a top and one is clearly a bottom. Yeah. It's like, ooh. It's a sinister film. The bottom immediately gets up and goes and has sex with someone, with, with the girl. Right. Well, and like the the fucked up thing is like they kind of trade the the girl around, yeah. even though clearly they want to fuck each other. Yeah. So they're they're like fucking her instead of fucking each other. Right. And, they, and every time the other one one of them fucks the girl, the other masturbates watching them. Which is fuck. great. We so love that. There's a lot of just like actual jizz. Like there's yeah, just, just like jism. shots of jizz on hands and. The, people eating that it's yeah well okay 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 before we continue we should mention that this film is you're not going to be able to find it uh you the viewer the listener at home hello hi i'm breaking the illusion i'm breaking the fourth lull to say to you at home the doom generation has a sordid history of being one of the most censored films uh in american film history for some fucking weird it reason. It was hard for us to find. It, it took us hard weeks, like is a week a, and a half. Hard is a, an understatement. There is not a copy of it in the state I live in, and I live in the biggest state. Yeah. Fuck that. And yeah. I and so well, I went well, online. No, there is there's one copy. D- yeah, but it's fucking hundreds of miles away. Fucking garbage. So and also you can get like copies of this fairly regularly that are censored or cut and when i say censored or cut i mean like 10 15 minutes of that is cut out (laughs) like it's significant like it's it's almost un almost it's unwatchably shitty right unwatchably shitty and so then let's say miraculously you find a copy of the movie that is unrated you're going to be getting a pan and scan version, which is basically. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that means? Is that how they like how they how they made widescreen movies fit on full screen TVs? TVs. Yeah. yeah. So they crop the shit out of the widescreen, yeah. which is fucking offensive, and so you can't even see twenty five percent of the what movie. Should have happened on Zack Snyder's Justice League. Get wrecked. Get wrecked, Snyder. Snack Snyder. Um. So. Yeah, this this film is is notoriously like the worst presented, the most like if you can find it it's the most like DIY punk thing that <laughs> anyone has. Like no one has this. Mm-hmm. Um and if you go online and you try to find let's say a le- let's call it a very 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 legal uh download link somewhere on a on a website, you will be hard pressed to even find that. Like it's out there <clears throat> somewhere, but it's very hard to find. Like, seriously, it took a while to get to this podcast. Yeah. Like, we've been talking about doing this episode of this podcast since the very beginning. And it's we've been searching, and we finally watched it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it is genuinely difficult. So, people at Criterion, uh, what the fuck, guys? Like, let's get the Doom Generation on, on fucking 4K you know uncut like let's see it like on 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 the the app or in on blu-ray or something like let's get greg rackey's movies out there what the hell what's going on yeah 
Why is why is this stuff so hard to find? So yeah. So then, so so the so after they have this like really homoerotic not having sex scene, right? They go t- they go and get food, and right. one of the employees recognizes the girl, gets really mad because he thinks that they're both still in love with each other, so he follows them home and try follows them to the motel and tries to kill them, and they kill him. Um, and move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so and there's go... this recurring bit in the movie that the girl is like someone who's dated just everybody in town well, and doesn't even remember all of the people. And yeah. they all still think that they're all dating her. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> and it's it ends almost, in violence. It's almost like Scott Pilgrim where they have to like fight all of her exes mm-hmm. for her in a weird way. Yeah. Yes. It, I mean, but but it, it's 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 the line is close enough that I I I'm almost positive I'd put money on reference um, Edgar Wright. Is he? Yeah. Well, it'd, right? maybe. Edgar yeah. Wright. I'd I'd put money on Edgar Wright having seen Doom Generation. Oh, probably. But I mean, like that. I don't know exactly what influence this movie even has. Uh, because like, it's kind of this specific thing where where like. Things 70s, 80s, like early, early 90s, I can usually see the influence in today's cinema. But mm-hmm. Gregor Aki's influence is just not, it's not here. Like, where is it? What is it? Like, I feel like people should probably see these movies. And the fact that they are withheld kind of is um, offensive to me. Right. But also, um, like, wh- what influence has this had i i wish that it could have had more i think i think it's had influence on the people that have seen it but like yeah it's it's not an easy thing to find or to see and even if you have seen it like you have to be some and and maybe this is a hot take but you have to be some level of queer i think to truly 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 understand this mm-hmm. um i feel like you said a, you said a completely ignorant hetero person down to watch this and they'll be like I don't get it. Why are they all friends? And yeah. <laughs> like, it's fucking insane. You know, it's like the, the subreddit, the, like Sappho and your friend. <laughs> or it's like, it's like, Hey, this is this historical figure. Um, uh, lived with like, she, she lived with her, with her, her best friend for, for 60 years. And they shared clothes and they, <laughs> they kissed in public. What, what close friends they were. They were such good friends. They even shared a bed. They're such friends. Such friends. Um, I, yes. So, like, watching this movie as a queer person is interesting because, like, there there are multiple interpretations, I think, of the movie. I think there is the one main interpretation, which is the one that's kind of lived through the 90s and lives to now, is, is like, so studio interference, money, all that stuff. It's like handing somebody money and being like, this is going to be your heterosexual movie and him being like, okay, I have to do it in a heterosexual way. So the whole movie is like they teeter on it, but they can't go over the line. And then at the very end, they do go over the line. And because they've crossed the line, they're immediately punished. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the way the movie ends. And so that's like, the main take that I've heard the majority of my life, but I think there's, there's another take too, which is kind of like this, this, like the queer home wrecker mm-hmm. stereotype, which right. is something that you'll never hear about. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a thing where like <clears throat> a couple, a straight couple mm-hmm. will meet a guy and then those guys are going to fuck and yeah. leave that woman. Yeah. But basically they, they tease it so that it has to be him doing that with the girl, even mm-hmm. though clearly he has better chemistry with James Duvall's character. Right. So it's like at the end of the movie here. Okay. This is another stereotype about queer people, but it's like whenever you meet a queer person and you start dating them, there's a tendency at least somewhat for that person to have some fucking baggage. Right. right? Well, and and the same with just about anybody, Mm -hmm. but like, you don't understand what that person's baggage is and that person's baggage usually harms you and comes back to bite you and not them. Mm -hmm. So like the end of the movie, they're driving off there and they're eating a Dorito as if nothing happened, even though like they just saw their, both of their lover. Yeah. Like, like someone, both of them had, had significant feelings for get viciously murdered for being gay but ultimately that's the thing though is like well oh well i'm gonna eat this dorito like Mm. like i i caused this but i didn't see any repercussions for it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like in a weird way and so this whole time they're causing violence without realizing or not intending to cause violence other people are causing violence well, to them while intending to do it and failing. Well, in James Duvall's character, like the one who gets hurt, yeah. the entire movie never causes violence. He's always he's always just the sweet, the sweetest innocent, person. Like just wants everyone to get along. Yeah. Like like it's like a peacemaker. Like he doesn't he doesn't like conflict. Yeah. So he's just like going generally flow. good dude. And so and so that's that's just like I think the the end of the movie would be much less shocking if it wasn't his character that got like right. killed the fact that that he like the 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 top whatever whatever his name is the the top man is, is <laughs> obviously teams. like by and has had that experience isn't or, or or doesn't get murdered for being gay when like the bottom who hasn't done anything like the entire right. movie has, <clears throat> has a single gay experience and then he's the one who gets murdered for being gay and then the yeah the and then the the other two just kind of drive off and, and they're not, they're not particularly fucked up about it. Well, and like eating Doritos. Well, and like, I think the end there is trying to paint the situation and the situation is that, okay, so there's a top man, Mm -hmm. bottom, effeminate man, and then cis woman. Mm -hmm. There's Nazis representing America because they have the flag. Well, there's American Nazis. So, and they use religion to, to, take the woman's body right Mm -hmm. so they're like raping her with religion right right so they're preventing her from being able to like be alive or live her life because they're keeping her in religious shackles that's what that is symbolizing and then between the two guys which one are they going to kill and for how and for why Mm -hmm. you know they're going to go after the effeminate male right and they're going to go after the effeminate male's junk even though like that is you know what i mean so but this is this is the rooted in truth right, right. Mm-hmm. this is the way that they attack like they they'll go after the effeminate male 
And right. and notice like you know in the AIDS crisis whatever bottoms get it worse. Mm-hmm. Bottoms get it the worst right. of everybody. And so like a feminine like like AMAB you know what I mean? Like yeah. effeminate AMAB people are going to get it the fucking worst in this situation but but women are going to be held down by religion but the top gets away. Well scot free. Well, well, Nothing happens even- to the top. And, and he's the one who like commits violence against the Nazis, right? Like, so it's, yeah, it's. I really hated the top for most of the movie. Like, right? He's just such a piece of shit in the movie. But I mean, that's the bit, isn't that yeah. what we want from our top? We want our top to be a piece of shit. <laughs> to be like shitty daddy. Yeah, exactly. Well, and so, but but I think that 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 that's also kind of a thing that's in there is like talking about you know, you want a top to be a specific way, but then you get into the situation and you're like, oh, I don't actually want this to be like this. It's like fantasy versus fantasy versus reality, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like you you don't want the, re- the reality of the world to be exactly like that. But they tease the whole thing, the entire movie, with like the 666s and there's all these signs that are like, you're going to hell, like you're yeah. driving to hell. And so queer hell for them is like immediate punishment for being gay. Like they punish the bottom the hardest, like physically and like literally kill him. And they like punish the woman with the way that they always punish women. And mm-hmm. the top does a little violence, gets away and gets to eat Doritos, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, like once again dominant males get off scot-free kind of you know what i mean like so there's this there there's i think the the idea there that the one thing that they'll reinforce and tolerate is like a dominant guy like a dominant guy is fine but but like anything other than that is just fucked well it's like the the romans uh culturally it was like it was fine to be gay as long as you were top yeah (laughs) <laughs> there you go like culture it was like it was like yeah it's it's not gay if you're if you're on the top and it's just normal this is this is you you executing power well real quick let's uh do a quick little ad we're at 30 minutes so hi everybody um and welcome to the podcast i am glad you're enjoying your time here if you like what we do and are doing you should consider supporting us on patreon that's patreon.com slash excrement that's where we post our shit. You get it? Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. Also, you can find us anywhere on uh, where podcasts are, are sold. Do people? That's not. No. They don't. It's more of a, like, it's a free thing. Yeah. Yeah. Free, free everywhere. <laughs> you can't get rid of us. No. We're like a, we're like like a stink sickness. On shit. It's like stink on shit. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, uh, to continue. Yeah. The thing I think that I want to talk about. Uh, is the punk mentality a little mm-hmm. bit because we've been doing a lot of research on like punk lately. Right. And so I would consider this movie to be, you know, a very nineties American Gen X punk movie. Do you think black flag seen this movie? Probably. <laughs> what the fuck? What's, well, what's the lead like, singer's name? Oh, Henry Rollins. It's, yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, I want to hear Henry, Henry Rollins take on this. Movie. Yeah, probably. Right. I just want to hear Henry Rollins' take on just about anything, really. <laughs> um, but, like, you're bouncing and it's making a noise. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> um, so, like, 
so we've been doing a lot of research on like the punk stuff lately and just kind of culturally how that is. And there's this tendency, I think for there's, there's privilege in punk communities where there's like some punks are just totally fine and they don't experience a lot of the like violence and problems that, you know, you experience as a punk and mm. kind of like experience. And this has been like <laughs> talked about to death, but the experience of, of the American punk is not great. Like you get beat up by cops, you know, you're like living in punk crashes and like not being able to get housing and people just generally hating you for like, like looking like that or mm. acting like that or whatever that means. And then like that ends up perpetuating a kind of like a bad thing because then you end up having to cope a lot and then you end up in like like drug communities and like there's yeah. all kinds of bad well, shit that goes on in punk it's like when society sees you as something they will they will hammer you into into that role and then demean you for it right well and so this movie kind of like <clears throat> approaches the queer subject in the way that like someone would approach like punk stuff mm -hmm. and they kind of handle it the same way i mean half the movie is them just crashing and like punk crashes together mm -hmm. like as three people just like trying to make it and like ultimately that makes it the most punk movie ever right because it's about three people just trying to make it because mm -hmm. <laughs> that's like exactly what being a punk is it's just trying to make it driving on like a beater car getting in getting in street violence and just desperately trying just not to die trying to make it yeah and and like you know, they when they go to eat food, like they always get fast food, or they go to like a gas station and get like hot dogs. Like yeah. they, they can't afford shit. They don't have any money. It, like it always costs six dollars and sixty six cents. Right, and so, but they don't end up paying anyway. I don't no. think. Um, but but anyway, so it's just like it's it's very it's very accurate to sort of both the punk lifestyle and also it embodies the punk mentality when it comes to like the way it talks about queerness because it's like it's like yeah not only is america like a bad thing and the american dream is a bad thing which mm -hmm. is something that's challenging in film and rare rarely depicted that the american dream is like a bad thing and it doesn't exist for anybody outside of like cis straight white people who are like over 40 mm -hmm. <laughs> like those are the only people the american dream could ever have possibly existed for and everybody else is a fucking nightmare especially mm -hmm. for black people especially for queer people is horrible and like punk people know that and punks like are communicating that all the time like mm -hmm. that's their whole life and they're they're like doing it because it's necessary right so this movie takes that approach with queerness where it's just like okay here's queerness it's it, and here's how it's gonna be fucked over and mistreated like here's how it actually like manifests in society which is usually like you're you're either treated like you're shoplifting or you're like a, a miscreant everywhere mm. you go because you're queer slash punk or you like you're just in, attacked you're just attacked people like obsess over you people treat you like you're a rock star when you're just trying to fucking make it right and like people act like you like are somebody like and you're not like so and then of course this all ends in horrific punishment right uh, well, and, for and no sin really like 
punks and queers have ultimately like the same enemy and that's like fascists and <laughs> in, in, in societal fascist american society yeah yeah and so like this movie ends up being the punk est movie and i think that that's kind of it's it's like legacy if we're talking about its legacy it's like kind of got this legacy as being one of the punkest movies just Mm -hmm. because it's like not readily available because it's too honest Mm -hmm. uh it's not it's it's gay but it's not gay it's like trying to communicate on with straight language but it's doing it with this winking gayness and it's about how like we're all gonna die because fascists have taken over the united states right so great thanks yeah (laughs) thanks george thanks thanks wait Wait, george George. what's his name again what the the director the now you got me confused why the fuck greg greg araki george and greg are the same name (laughs) what yeah not true not true true not true true not true disagree so so george (laughs) i forgot what i was even saying I yeah I I don't remember. Um, so <sighs> you haven't really. So we, have we talked about James Duvall at all? Uh, I mean the cast of this is yeah. kind of interesting because. Okay, James Duvall is like the hottest boy, and and I think everyone knows this, I, but he's I'll, also Frank from uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah, I I don't. I think he's hotter than Donnie Darko. Do you really? Yeah. I think he was younger there, but I I could be wrong. I feel like, I feel like, uh, I don't know why his like, I think his chin looks bad in Doom Generation. His chin? Yeah, I don't. What the fuck? I don't know why. I don't. Get him. No, get him. No. Well, no, but it looks, it looks (laughs) better in Donnie Darko. I don't know like what (laughs) what that's about. (laughs) I'm just tripping. Uh, don't worry about me. <laughs> don't worry That's about me. That's just my it's take. It's like... for whatever reason, I was like, I just his chin just looks weird. <laughs> so, well, and, and also, for whatever reason, I get these two people confused, and I don't know why, and I think I need to see a doctor about it, but um, but I keep getting uh, the main actress of this, which, my God, Rose McGowan, who I've met in my lifetime. I get her confused with Courtney Love a lot, and I don't know why. I guess it's the 90s connection and mm-hmm. the hair, maybe. I don't even know. No, I'm just wrong. I'm just wrong. Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, so... This so has been the Rose bad Mc- take five minutes. Yeah, it's just been shit. Uh, Rose McGowan is a whole rabbit hole. Do you know anything about her? I I'll, the only thing I know is talking about things that got on my nerves. Her voice annoyed the fuck out of me in this movie. Well, okay, the the whole also the dialogue in the movie is Isn't just great. It's just entirely like suck my fuck asshole. Yeah, like they they just say shit like that the whole movie. Like every line of dialogue is that, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, Her character just actually annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. But the uh, well, I mean, I think that the the bit there is that, like at the beginning, you're like, she's so hot, so cool, she's the cool one. But then over the course of the movie, you're like, she's actually kind of lame and kind of a disaster, and I don't really like her very much at right. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you end up the only character you really like is James Duvall. <laughs> yeah, I think because he's but, the only like innocent. Yeah, he's like, like the only good dude. Um, but 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 uh, Rose McGowan. So 
So notably, she's the person who sort of started the Me Too movement, sort of. Oh, really? Yeah. She With Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. She had some bad Harvey Weinstein experiences, and she uh, started a hashtag about it. And now, like, now everybody bitches about cancel culture, and it's all because of Rose McGowan. Isn't that hilarious? Our queen. Yeah, um, only well, problem is, only problem, see, great that she came out against Harvey Weinstein, fucking prick, but uh, she's also kind of a turf from what I remember, and I don't have documentation of this, but I remember this one time she was, like, speaking, and, and some trans person was like, why do you just, like, why do you ignore the experiences of trans women, and she was like she had this meltdown on the stage where she was just like everybody's always asking me to talk about this and i don't give a shit (laughs) you know what i mean uh in that like shrill voice she has um i don't give a shit yeah i see suck my fuck dickhead (laughs) and so i met her once at a convention i want to go hang out with jk rowling (laughs) i met her at a convention once and she had shaved her head and so i Everybody was just like taking pictures with her, and she was just like, kind of bitchy. What? <laughs> and she had no. her, she had her hair head shaved. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I've never met James Duvall though, which is good for two reasons. Number one, because he is incredibly hot and mm. my type, and B, he's old now and not nearly as hot as he used to be, and I would just get really sad. He didn't age as well as Kurt Russell did. No, <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, the so do you know about SLC Punk? Nope. Okay, so this this movie about punks. It's it's not. <sighs> Some people think that it's good. Some people think that it's bad. I'm kind of in the camp that I think that it's like kind of neoliberal shit movie that's not really about punk life. But I think that the Doom Generation is a lot more punk than SLC punk. And I can prove it because the Doom Generation is called the Doom Generation, <laughs> which is very punk. SLC punk is not. Anyway, Matthew Lillard is in it. I know, and I met him once too, and he told me John Carpenter was dead. I think I told you that. Anyway, yeah, we talked about this. We did literally last episode. We fucking did. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, SLC Punk has James Duvall in it at one point, mm-hmm. and he's really hot in it. Um, and then they made an SLC Punk two much later in 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 American history, and. James Duvall was in it again and I was very excited because I was like oh shit James Duvall is gonna be in a movie I'm gonna get wet in the theater and then he came out like this crusty old asshole and I was just like oh no I wanna die (laughs) so oh how far the mighty have fallen (laughs) you know exactly Uh, god damn let's find a picture of of Of, old James Duvall James Duvall let's take a look we're gonna take a look under the hood. Oh boy. Um, is he still fuckable, Neo? You know what? You know what? I think he's. Let's see a I picture. I think that's of him. a bad picture of him. I think he's still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I think he needs Not to try to bad. abandon the 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 punk vibe, but he looks like a tough boy. Yeah. But I like it Less when he's twinky. a sweet boy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but more, more daddy. More daddy. I mean, but we don't like to see a twink age into a daddy, do we? Oh no. Uh, 
is is there a good one? Is there is there a good twink twink turn daddy? Twink turn daddy. Um, I can't uh, think of one. I'm gonna y'all gonna come at me for this take. Zach Efron. You know, you know, not bad. Like, not bad. He was pretty in, good like, shot. The first High School Musical. He was twinkest. Like, like despite them trying to to make him like macho athlete, he was a little twink. But like the only, I, I'm gonna be honest, the only recent uh, Zach Efron movie I've watched is Bay is the like the shitty remake of Baywatch. Oh Jesus, I saw that as well. He's, I mean, I mean, this, this, I mean, despite, he's hot. Despite the movie being really bad and shitty, yeah, he's hot. He's daddy. I never had someone as good for me as you. I, no one like you. I hated it. I hate High School Musical <laughs> movies. I think there was. There was the one song in the second when they were in the, the when they were in the scrapyard that was pretty good, and there was, I don't even remember. There was this. one song, and I think it was the third one where he's like, where he's like having the freak out in the dark gym. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so like I had to watch those movies with my sisters all the goddamn yeah, time, yeah, me too, like on repeat, yeah, just like because that was their favorite movie, mm-hmm. and I, I I had to find something that I liked about them to not like jump out of a fucking window he, right i just like i've never really liked disney and i think it's because i've been i'm i've always known that life was pain <laughs> and so disney is always like life's wonderful yeah. everybody loves each other and and i'm just like bullshit like i know the truth and that's that we live in a world of hate so so my family we used to have video game restrictions on times so i could only play for like an hour but if you were playing with somebody else you could partake in their hour oh fuck so we had the high school musical (laughs) dance game for the Wii. no neo and because i was so fucking bored and i only had a limited selection of books i would play with my sisters and i got really good at at high school musical for the god oh jesus neo so there were these like six circles and 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 like three for for your nunchuck and then three for your Wii controller and like and it was like a rhythm game. So when like the ball would go over the thing, you had a point. You had to like push in that direction yeah. to get I points. I never had somewhat. <laughs> you can't see this at all because we're on a podcast. But Neo is is flailing around like a beautiful queen. Wow. So the Doom Generation. <laughs> Oh man, it's funny because we ran out of things to talk about with the Doom Generation, so we started talking about High School Musical. <laughs> That's James Duvall in it, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he. Uh, don't ask me where. See, so I heard something once, and I Disney, I I'm just, gonna... just Disney censored the scenes he was in. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was too it was too homoerotic between him and Zach Efron. There's this one scene in Nowhere where he's like jerking off in a shower, and it's like the hottest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. We gotta watch that next, anywhere. So so um, what was I gonna? So I heard a rumor once upon a time, a long time ago, Neo. Mm-hmm. I heard that if you tweet. <clears throat> At James Duvall, he will 100% tweet you back. He always tweets you back. That's what I heard. All right. I heard that James Duvall always tweets you back. So here's why this is great. See, I forgot to tell you something on our last couple podcasts ago, but Paul Williams. Do you know who Paul Williams is, Neo? Swan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he follows me on Twitter, 
What? He always tweets you back if you tweet him. Wow. Yeah. So if we tweeted Paul Williams our episode of the podcast, he would retweet it. I promise he would. Guaranteed. I Listen, would I would not put only, money not only on it. Should we send him that? Let's just like like all y'all. Like don't don't harass him, but let's all just and when this comes out james duvall see that's what i'm saying so what we do is when this comes out everybody that's listening right now we gotta go tell james duvall that he's still hot we still love him yeah and and we can never let him forget and he's not nearly as famous as he needs to be but my god he's I think so hot if, if if we want james duvall to hear any part of this podcast I think it's that we stand you, King. We stand you, King. Salute. You're hot as fuck. We we love your shit. Hey, James Duvall, if you're actually listening to this, come on our podcast. We'll talk to you about the movie. <laughs> we have so many questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, so we got to definitely try that, right? We got to definitely give James a little a little Tweety Poo at some point. Give that a, a shot. You know, unfortunately, Regera Deodato, the director of Cannibal Holocaust, I don't believe he's on Twitter, but yeah. <laughs> I can't retweet him. And I don't think Kurt Russell don't gives know. a fuck about us either. I don't know if I would want to talk to the director of Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. And I think I would be, I, I don't think I, I would have the capacity to talk to Kurt Russell. I think I would just be like, oh, oh, oh Kurt. Oh, oh, my Kurt. king, my, my, my man. Oh, Kurt. Goddamn. <laughs> All right. Well. So I think we need to start wrapping it up. I think we've we've done a pretty decent <laughs> job here. We got our takes out at least. Um, we need to decide though, which is a difficult decision. Do we throw the Doom Generation in Neo's excrement pile or not? Because I know that you actually kind of have a little bit of a mixed opinion, and you actually have a lot of criticism of this. Like you don't really feel like it's all I, that so cogent. I, I guess my closing thoughts is I think. From like a, like a linear storytelling perspective, the movie doesn't really make any sense. I think from a, um, I think that the scene it wasn't scary, but it's just really like the scene where they get their dicks cut off. It just it was off putting, it made me uncomfortable, and not in like a not like a good like quality uncomfortable, it, but but in a like <laughs> this just like viscerally just like touch it. It, it was it, awful it's for like, your dick to see. It's like hitting a hitting your funny bone. It's like uh-huh. that feeling of like just disc uncomfort and it's like the, the stroke kind of made my brain go a little haywire and it was just disorientating and like you hated it i i i hated it and then the movie just ended after that so so like my 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 takes going away from the movie is just on that like it's it's like that scene set the note and then he like left me right um i will say i i'm gonna put it in the in the good excrement pile okay uh, it's hot like the movie, hot extra, is <laughs> stanky, hot. Yeah, James Duvall is great. James Duvall's hot. Uh, there's too much eroticism to say no. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I also want to say I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of the racist, racist Asian stereotypes, but I gotta put it in the, in the. I kind of enjoyed the movie. All right, I did enjoy the movie. The, 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 the three. There were three minutes I viscerally didn't enjoy. One of well, these yeah. days, we're probably going to watch one that you're going to not want to put in the thing, and I'm going to have to be like, come on, let's yeah. put it in, and you're going to be like, no. 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 And I'm going to be like, come on. Anyway, 
obviously I love the Doom Generation. That's why I'm here. Um, I love the Doom Generation, so it's obviously going to go in my pile. But one day, we're going to be watching one that you're not going to like at all. It might come sooner than you think. It might. It might. I, we're we're working diligently on this side to make we're, sure that we can get a weekly podcast out. So we've already watched Sallow and are ready for that. So that's going to be a whole fucking thing. And then, like, what's next? We'll see. We'll You'll see. You'll see. Something shitty. We need to watch something shitty so that Neo can hate it. We Well, so we were talking about it the other day, and I'm just going to bring this up now. We were talking about it. We were talking about doing a Serbian film at episode ten, because we. I don't. Neo's gonna have. Neo's gonna have a hard time with that one. We were also talking about doing a movie that I've seen and May hasn't. That's not not necessarily in the purview of the podcast, but would be great to talk about and to put in an excrement and not pile. Neo wants to torment me with what is the film? The gods must be crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, and that's not a horror film. That is just it's cult classic for for if you're if you're a white South African. So it would be learning a lot about a white South African, basically. Yeah. Um. Which, um. Yeah. A bore, you could say. Yeah. One week we will. We'll, yeah. So we'll work that into the schedule will- <laughs> as soon as possible. All right. <laughs> I've been Neo. <laughs> I've been May. And you can you can find May on Twitter at Nick Sphere. At, at Nick Sphere. I'm at Angstrom. The podcast Twitter is at your take is EX. Yes, it's true. And also, so we are as of this moment, I think we're probably surpassed a thousand downloads, but man, we've been kicking it off lately. So the the Podbean is like a very good place to listen to the podcast. Like it, it it definitely generates a lot of a lot of views there, and it looks good on there. And we're we're probably going to swap to a network at some point in the future. But we'll see. Like hey, we're if, we're if, waiting for that to if happen. You're, if you're in a podcast network and you want to give me money, <laughs> I I am a shrill, a shrill, a, sh- a shill. I'm sorry. I'm shrill. I'm sh- I'm I'm a shrill shill. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll take a dollar. Yeah. I'll take two. Or three. Um, cat food's expensive. Which reminds me, cat food is expensive. Support us on Patreon. I guess that's the last... I don't need to keep saying it. But anyway, it's patreon.com slash excrement. We're going to keep dumping content on there as long as we keep making content, which is going to keep happening. So there it is. Anyway, so I guess we're going to let you off a little early today. A little. We're going to let you out a little early from class. So Don't cause problems in the hallways. Yeah. Don't start shit with any other kids. Don't disrupt any other class. Yeah, and just make sure that you get to your next class on time, okay? We'll we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.